Pay.org. Hey, good afternoon. Welcome to SWAT Radio. Brad Sykes along with my uh, counter counterpart, my co-host, Mr. Doug McCary. Welcome this Monday afternoon and uh, hard to believe we are we are into the month of April. Uh, spring is here and, uh, you know, we're I guess we're kind of winding down Acts, Doug. I mean, we're uh, we're going to cover Acts 24 this week. 25 next week uh, do you think we're gonna i mean you we're know gonna, better than gonna, i do we're gonna but... finish by may the goal is okay if the lord is willing we're gonna finish by may that's the hope so, well, so we got about six weeks yeah isn't that about right yes. or are we gonna go i guess we'll do swat to the end of may we kind of go in line with the school yes, yeah we'll system. finish up at the end of may that's yeah. exactly right well i i uh i had lunch with my good buddy jeff dalrymple i understand you just ran into him at starbucks and uh thanks for the coffee by the way uh, my pleasure. you know so often i come in here i'm like i just need a little pick me up this afternoon even though you and i get into conversations and i'm pretty wired by the time you know we're five ten minutes into it but uh I, uh, I got here a little early because I was not able to go to SWAT last week, at least the Bible study. And, uh, you know, it's great. I mean, Acts 24, a, a chapter I'm pretty familiar with. But uh, I'm excited to cover this this week. I got your notes, and I'm, I'm uh, we're going to dig into it starting today. And I know we've got a short week with it being Holy Week and uh, we will have a guest on Thursday. I'm assuming. Well, we're going to uh, have recorded. Actually, we're going to have a recorded guest Thursday and Friday. John Mazel. Oh, good. Who is? Uh, listen, everybody always uh, is encouraged after John's program from a couple of years ago. John shares. Uh, uh, he's just an evangelist who has a heart who's done a lot overseas, and so he'll share on Thursday, uh, and then uh, just that's a replay, and then Friday. I'm doing Jay Warner Wallace, who uh, uh, wrote a book called Cold Case Christianity. He was a detective, mm-hmm. and so we applied those rules of investigation to the resurrection, and we interview him on Friday. Uh, that'll be a repeat as well, but two really good interviews. Um, I, You and I haven't talked, I don't think, on air uh, about the indictment of President Trump, you know, uh, that— um, you know that they handed down last week and he's uh, he's supposed to be in court tomorrow Mm -hmm. and uh, he's en route right now from what i understand he's yeah yeah um people are claiming you know it's it's again another partisan thing in our country and this is one thing too as believers um we should be wary of of getting sucked into the political process uh, so much so that uh, we 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 really forget what our mission is. It, yes. It's okay to have opinions. It's okay to to be aware of what's going on politically in our country. Because let's face face it, the the politics of our country does affect us. But it it's not the driving force of our life. It's not the thing that is going to bring salvation to anybody. And um, you know when you when you look at what happened oh over let's say over the last six years 
And it's funny that we're talking about Paul because the Jewish people back in Paul's day did everything to try to get charges on Paul. And I'm I'm certainly not saying President Trump is a Paul, okay? He is I'm not going to assert any kind of <laughs> Thank you. Uh, any kind of uh spiritual uh equivalency there with Paul. But I will say this. The people that don't like President Trump have been trying for six or seven years to bring charges against him mm-hmm. in a very similar way. And this is the best they got to yeah. take underlying federal. I mean, basically, these are federal statutes that they allege he violated that the federal government failed to prosecute. And if if that holds true, it's 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 going to be it's going to be a a bad thing but the the problem is he's the only president in the history of the country to be indicted out of office that he's a you know a former president uh who i mean this is unprecedented in our country's history which shouldn't surprise us because a lot of things like this have happened but um and this is a local not a federal a local prosecutor and so uh the 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 problem with it is the impact if they can do this with a former president that, who really has lots of legal resources at his disposal not only just being former president but also the the money he has uh they could do it to anybody and it's a dangerous trend for me yeah. for our country i, I was going to say that's the that's the issue obviously until we understand what the charges are which i guess we'll find out tomorrow um we're not going to probably speak to it but i think the issue you bring up and i think this is the 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 bigger concern is this is a whole new uh kind of uh fence that we have crossed over Mm -hmm. and there's no way that this we're not going backwards is what i'm saying yeah. you know the fact that we're we're uh i mean just this brag is what he's wanting to do and what he is doing uh really does set a new precedence uh, because you can guarantee you i guarantee you that this won't be the last um it doesn't matter what party affiliation you have Mm -hmm. there will be efforts to take down future presidents well 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 the problem with this from a christian perspective is we see uh what's happening with president trump and what's been going on over the last few years i bet if you surveyed people across this country you would find that an a majority of them would believe that one uh that the system is rigged uh, it, 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 there's not equal justice right i mean we've right. seen that displayed so uh we believe the voting is rigged people believe that the elections aren't fair uh you got people on both sides that believe the other side rigs it mm-hmm. so if you believe the voting's not fair you're more likely not to vote if you believe that the laws are not fairly enforced you don't care about obeying the laws right right um and so 
what ends up happening is you get a bunch of people that don't care about law and order, a bunch of people don't care about justice, which as believers, we are to be good citizens. We are to be people that um, really, unless the law tells us to do something mm-hmm. that goes against the word of God, mm-hmm. we are to obey that law. Right. Or unless, right. It, you know, and so, and, and we're, you know, we're going to see uh, with Paul as he continues on here that, and again, you, you just see, I'm just telling you, Trump, has has lived for a, for a guy who hasn't been a believer. Now he he professes to be a believer now, mm-hmm. but for a guy who for a large part of his life didn't even profess to be a believer, he's lived a fairly clean life or they would have got him on something. You right. know what I'm saying? There's right. been so many people right. trying to bring him down on mm-hmm. charges. And as we look at Paul uh this week and specifically this week at SWAT, we'll be on air next week. We see a same kind of guy. They mm-hmm. they looked, they wanted Paul dead, mm-hmm. and they tried to gin up charges. None of them stuck. Right. Not because right. of the corruption of the system. In fact, the corruption of the system in Paul's day was rigged against him. Absolutely. And so, it just didn't stick because there was nothing to stick. They could yeah. not find anything. Uh, but for us. This is a dangerous place as a country because the rule of law, people are starting to believe, doesn't isn't equally applied. That they believe that the government is corrupt, and and we don't know who to believe. Mm-hmm. We don't know. Like when, on media reports, uh, people, uh, you have people that say Trump is guilty, not based on evidence, but based on they don't like him. Well, right. And that that but that's our that's our pattern for so much of how we live today. Yeah, uh, you know it's you know, whether it's uh, you know the election. Well, I don't you know like Trump, therefore I don't vote for him. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not voting for a savior. We're, we're voting for policies. It's always appreciated when we had Tommy on Tommy Nelson, and yeah. even his his uh, you know you want a good. Um, and I think it's on YouTube, the Continental, uh, the Continental Divide. Divide by Tommy Nelson. Uh, you know, boy, that, it takes a little courage to preach that message in a church today, uh, no matter what side of the aisle you are, you're on. And I think that's the issue. I, I told you I'm reading this book by Paul David Tripp called Reactivity. Mm-hmm. In fact, Vic and I had this conversation this morning after reading uh, the chapter called Eternity. You know, I think as Christians, we've lost perspective in many ways that, you know, we think somehow this is our home. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not. But that's not to dismiss the fact that we have a stewardship while we're here. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and you know, I, I, I'm guilty a lot of times. I get so heated and passionate about things like this that I, uh, it's like the gospel takes a back seat. Yeah, and uh, you know, I think as Christians, we have to be very careful. Uh, be careful how you comment on social media. Uh, that you're not reacting necessarily, but you're kind of examining your own life before you take the plank out of somebody you don't even know. Mm-hmm. Uh, boy, it's, it's amazing. You post little things on social media, you're gonna you're gonna get sideswiped. You yeah. know, yeah, you will, and. Um just to bring to our listeners 
the reminder that this is a week that's often called Holy Week Mm -hmm. because it's the week that leads up to the celebration of the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ as our King. And, um, you know, many believe that on this day was the day he rode on the donkey, Mm -hmm. fulfilling prophecy, uh, coming down uh, that path that you walked down with me. Uh, over in uh, Jerusalem, that path that led down by the Mount of Olives, down um, and through the uh, the valley there, Kidron over, Valley, yeah, the Kidron mm-hmm. Valley, and um, you know it's a it's a it is a week of remembrance this week that uh, what he has done. We should remember all the time, but this week I, I call it the Super Bowl of Sundays week. <laughs> you know because. You get people that come on this day that don't come any other day of the year. They come on Sunday. And so it is a time for us as believers to be praying uh, that that the word would go out to people, that, that, um, you know, people would be, you know, people go, why do you pray? Why do we pray for somebody like they're either going to accept or not accept? Well, no, because God calls us to pray Mm -hmm. he calls us to pray to pray for the people paul prayed paul prayed for his brothers that people didn't believe but he prayed for them he asked for them and hopes that some of them might and so we we as believers we pray and devote ourselves to prayer that god might give us opportunities to share the hope of jesus with somebody this week amen we're praying for that even now that this week would be that opportunity and that we would have eyes to see it and that we would be courageous and bold and that we would step in and speak the gospel thank you thank you for joining us today if you want to call in this afternoon the number is 844-777-7928 that's 844-777-SWAT if you want to email us you have a question or a comment send that to ask at swatradio.com we'll be right back after the break if you'd like to contact swat radio the toll-free number is 1-844-777-7928 that's 844-777-7928 or 844-777-SWAT you can also listen to this program through the wtrj the truth app from the app store or over the internet by accessing www.swatradio.com. We'll be back shortly for further discussion and to take your calls. SWAT Radio is underwritten in part by The Guardian Group. You know Brad Sykes as co-host of SWAT Radio. While Brad is committed to making disciples both on and off the air, his ministry extends into the marketplace as a licensed real estate agent with Keller Williams Southside. Brad and his wife Vicki are real estate agents in Northeast Florida. They are the founding partners of The Guardian Group. They help people buy, sell, and invest in real estate with offices near Butler and Southside Boulevards. 904-580-7255. That's 904-480-7255. And online at guardiangroupjacks.com. That's guardiangroupjacks.com. The Guardian Group. Happy to bring you SWAT Radio on the truth. 
We're so grateful for having people like Tom Neal Truck Company sponsoring SWAT Radio. Tom Neal Truck Company is located at 417 Edgewood Avenue South in Jacksonville, Florida. Tom Neal is a full-service franchise truck dealer for Freightliner, Western Star, Volvo, Isuzu, and Sprinter vans offering new and used truck sales, service, parts, and truck rental, and leasing to the North Florida and South Georgia truck market. More information on Tom Neal Truck Company is located at www.tomnehl.com. The Florida-Georgia Truth Network. Listen at Orange Park at 91.7. I push, I pull, go back and forth, finding myself. Pounding on a locked door, I try to make it out alone without your help. But I know I never win this war. I can never be, never be free without Hey, welcome back to SWAT Radio. Brad and Doug here on this Monday afternoon of Holy Week. We are glad you have tuned in. If you want to call this afternoon, the number is 844-777-7928. 844-777-SWAT. If you have a question or comment, you want to email us, send that to ask at SWATradio.com. Um, you know, Doug, I um, we've been looking at uh, making our way through Acts, and hard to believe we are going to wrap this up at the end end of may i guess and uh, we're about two years into our study here right yes yep we're about two years we hopefully we're going to complete it by may that's the goal are you gonna are you gonna do an overview of acts you know like kind of a wrap up at the end maybe. Not, i'm not trying to encourage you to do something else that you you know don't already have on your plate but. Yeah. <laughs> uh something maybe <laughs> at the end we usually try to do something like that uh at the end to kind of just you know, remember, just, just to go back, Acts is Luke's letter to a guy named Theophilus to explain the continuing work of the Holy Spirit through the followers of Jesus that brought the gospel from Jerusalem to Rome. And remember, the gospel of Luke was his first letter to Theophilus, mm-hmm. to Theophilus. And so uh, we've been going through this process. Paul's completed now his third missionary journey. He's now, uh, from this point on, really from a few weeks ago on, a prisoner for the rest of the book. Right. He's in chains the rest of the book, and yet God continues to use him to bring him before governors, to bring him before leaders. And even though a lot of people want to kill him, God's continuing to do that but if you were to just look at any one segment like just take it out of context you might think that god doesn't really care about paul some of the things he's going through um he's had a tough life i don't know anybody that's had as tough a life as paul had to go through but if you remember where did god call him from he was a guy killing christians Mm -hmm. he was a guy imprisoning christians and god took his life and changed it so radically and used him to write most of the New Testament. Um, and so God allows all these pains in his life, uh, it appears, to deepen who he is as a person and to uh, to give him the depth to be able to write some of the things he says, like when he says, hey, God took you through this, 
so that you could comfort others. In other mm-hmm. words, when you go through painful yep. times, like if you've not suffered painful times, you can't really write that. You're absolutely right. I t- totally agree with you. I was actually meeting with a, a guy you and I both know this morning um, over breakfast who lost his son uh, about six months ago. Uh-huh. And uh, just to talk through that with him and to let him know what what a ministry he has that in light of his suffering truly suffering losing a child at 16 years old you know that that god is going to open up opportunities for the gospel message to go into the lives of people who are going through hard times but and that's what you see in paul but and but if we are honest how many of us in the church when we go through difficult times, take comfort in that, or do we try to argue with God why He should have done what He did? Mm-hmm. We we have these these moments where we, you know, God, there would have, it would have been better for you not to have done this. I mean, that's tragic to lose a son. It's mm-hmm. tragic mm-hmm. to lose a spouse. It's tragic to to lose somebody you love. But. God is a God who cares. That's what yeah. that's our, been our theme for the last three weeks. And, and remember last week, um, we saw how God provided for Paul 470 armed soldiers to transport him. And that was after, you know, his, his nephew didn't go, hey, <laughs> Uncle Paul, these guys are going to kill you, but don't worry, the Romans. No, he just, the first thing he heard was, There's 40 men who've taken an oath to kill you. And when he heard that, you know, the first response has to be, oh, no. I mean, nobody I know would hear that information and be go, okay, God's got this. Mm -hmm. The human response is 40 men have taken an oath to kill me. And yet God provided 470 Roman soldiers for Paul to get from Jerusalem to Caesarea. And so we see God's supernatural providence there. And if you remember, we we talked about Esther, and we used that as an example of how God. Esther's a great book that illustrates the providence of God, and and so we we talked about that last week on air. But we also talked about how God shows He cares for us through His supernatural plan. He has a plan for each one of our lives to be His vessel, His instrument. Um, and he is supernaturally directing resources and the natural to accomplish his purposes in our life. We don't always see that at the moment when Mm -hmm. something bad happens, we see it through the eyes of the here and now, but what if like Paul, we can view, we could view it with the eyes of, Hey, these are light and momentary afflictions. Like he wrote in second Corinthians four. And so this week, as we look at chapter 24, we're going to see how God continues to demonstrate his care by the links that he goes through for people to hear the gospel. Mm-hmm. And what's so striking to me about this is Paul is sharing the gospel in a really tough situation. Like, it, it's not like he, you know, everybody wants... I'd love to go share the gospel in, uh, you know, T, you know, the TIAA stadium and get, fill it up and go down there, everybody cheering and all that. But what about 
hey, you're going to be brought up on charges. This is against the law. And you're going to go all the way up to the governor's office and uh, because he's reviewing your case. That's a very different situation. Yeah. And, and there's not a lot of fanfare, but yet Paul is sharing the gospel. How encouraging must that have been for Paul to have that audience with Felix in this case to be able to share the gospel with him? I went back and I uh, was reminded of Acts 9. 15 it says but the lord um the lord said to him go for he is a chosen instrument of mine speaking of paul to carry my name before the gentiles and kings mm-hmm. you know i was thinking about all you know i mean this this is what paul heard you know even the night before his nephew comes and tells him hey there's 40 guys who've plotted to kill you the night before jesus appears to him and says just as you have declared the gospel here you're going to do the same in rome mm-hmm. you know it, it doesn't matter i feel like doug no matter what we see of god's promises to us we tend to look at the circumstances yep. and begin to doubt we begin to have fear that God won't fulfill his purposes in us. Well, Jesus said to his disciples in Matthew 10, a disciple is not above his teacher nor a servant above his master. It is enough for the disciple to be like his teacher and the servant like his master. If we're going to be like Jesus and Paul, that was his desire, we're going to suffer. And that's why Jesus prayed in John 17 when he's praying for his people He says, I do not ask for these only, but also those who will believe in me through their word, that they may all be one. So we either believe that God cares for us or we don't. If we we believe that, then we will see how he reveals his care through the declaration of the gospel. He is committed, Brad, to using you and me to declare the gospel to people. Felix was never going to step into a Christian church. Right, right. But he brings the church to Paul, which is what he's supposed to do with us. Listen, the time to gather on Sundays, the Lord's Day, um, or if you gather on Saturday, whenever you gather, the time to gather when we gather as believers, that's not for the unbelievers. Right. That's for us as believers to be encouraged and then go be go be the church. Be the church out in the world. But God's committed to the declaration of the gospel, and that's one way he shows it here. I'm so thankful. You know, most people, Brad, have to hear the gospel numerous times before they respond. Mm -hmm. And so God continues to show that, and we're going to see that. And then the second part that we're going to look at is how he is committed to the development of godly trust. We see his commitment to the discipline of his children and and growing their trust in him. And we're going to see it in Paul in a really interesting way that I hadn't can honestly say I've never really thought about until I worked through this. And so it's 27 verses we're going to work through today and tomorrow and Wednesday. And so we're going to start um, really looking at verses one through, we're going to go through one through nine. Can you read that? You got time for how much? Yeah, we got about a minute and a half. All right, so uh, I don't know if you're going to finish it. 
if you want, we can wait till we come back and you can read it. Yeah, we'll, we'll and, wait till we and, come and when back. We come back. But, but so those two ideas then, God reveals his care through his commitment to the declaration of the gospel. Praise God that, do, hey, do we need to hear the gospel after we come to faith? Yes, we do. Yeah, we yes. need to be hearing we it do. over and over and to the development of godly trust. That's really our focus for the week. Yeah, and what, what is God going to use to develop that trust in us? You know, you think about if we trust something, we put our weight in it. We put all of it on. And uh, it's a challenging text. Yeah, it is. Looking forward to getting into it. If you want to call this afternoon, the number is 844-777-7928. That's 844-777-SWAT. You can email us your comments and questions to ask at SWATradio.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Joshua 1.9 states, Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Highway to Eternity Ministries is dedicated to encouraging those who have lost hope. The ministry seeks to serve those who cannot find peace and are considered unfit for inclusion in Christ's church. They use published works to teach God's word and share the encouraging testimonies of lives that have been transformed through God's power and grace. Highway to Eternity Ministries serves as a parachurch ministry that comes alongside churches to share its passion and commitment through spiritual writings, nuances, and experiences to everyone who has an interest in the teachings of Jesus Christ. For more information, contact Jeff Andrews at 904-436-5175 or visit www.highwaytoeternity.com. Highway to Eternity Ministries is a proud sponsor of SWAT Radio. No active accidents, but there is a broken-down vehicle in St. John's County on I-95 northbound before County Road 210 on the south side. Also, there's some roadway debris to be aware of on I-95 northbound at Dunn Avenue and Bush Drive on the north side. Partly cloudy tonight, low 64. Tuesday, mostly sunny, high up to 88. From the Traffic and Weather Center, I'm A.J. Hey, welcome back to SWAT Radio. Doug, the drummer, looking good, buddy, over there. <laughs> hey, I can play the imaginary drums great. Yeah, Jeremy's been uh, encouraging us to go, uh, you know, have a like a YouTube broadcast. Yeah. Wouldn't that be comedy central uh, oh. to see you and I in one the day, studio? One day, <laughs> it will happen. But we always say we, we have faces for radio for sure. Yeah, so. that's for sure. <laughs> well, I know we're going to jump in. we got a lot of ground to cover this week since it's a... Uh, I guess somewhat of a short week. It I, is. I, well, that's, I mean, but we'll get through this. I mean, like, to, to, the plan is today we're on through 9, tomorrow mm-hmm. 10 through, like, 21, maybe 25, I don't know. 
Uh, and then the last uh, Wednesday, 22 through 26, uh, 27, we'll get it. We'll get it. And, and really, the biggest part of of the week is devoted to this first part, the, Which declaration, really, yeah. the declaration of the gospel before Felix. Yeah, and it's the charges, uh, the, the charges against Paul here in these first nine verses. Yes. And, uh, uh, well, go ahead and read verses one through nine. And then we'll we'll just kind of talk about that today, and, and then people can call in the last segment if they want. Sounds good. Uh, Acts chapter 24. And after five days, the high priest Ananias came down with some elders and a spokesman, one Tertullus. They laid before the governor their case against Paul. And when he had been summoned, Tertullus began to accuse him, saying, Since through you we enjoyed much peace, and since... By your foresight, most excellent Felix, reforms are being made for this nation. In every way and everywhere, we accept this with all gratitude. But to detain you no further, I beg you in your kindness to hear us briefly. For we have found this man a plague, one who stirs up riots among all the Jews throughout the world and is a ringleader of the sect of the Nazarenes. He even tried to profane the temple, but we seized him. By examining him yourself, you will be able to find out from him about everything of which we accuse him. Verse 9, the Jews also joined in the charge, affirming that all these things were so. So here, here's here's the, the picture. You got Ananias, who's the evil high priest from Jerusalem, you got elders that he brought with him, most likely Sadducees, because remember they had the big blow up Sadducees against Pharisees right. there. Pharisees, they didn't believe in the had, resurrection, yeah. and yeah. the Pharisees are going, "Hey, this man has done nothing wrong." So most likely he brought down Sadducees with him. He's not going to bring Pharisees with him. And then you, they hired this guy named Tertullus. First of all, his name's a problem. Who, who <laughs> Tertullus? Anyway. Uh, He's a professional presenter. He's a lawyer. Um, we don't know he's a lawyer, but he's a professional presenter of this case. He, right. he does this. And the first thing he does out of the gate is talk about how great Felix is. <laughs> this is very common. It is flattery. It is flat-out flattery. He says things that he knows aren't true. Right. Uh, one, just to go back. He said, since you, we enjoy much peace. That is an absolute lie because Felix was horrible as a governor. He did, He was constantly getting in trouble for overpowering um, uh, situations with troops and bloodshed rather than working through them. And so Tertullus just lies and he, he flatters. And by the way, people did that. It was mm -hmm. very normative. But as believers... We shouldn't be doing that. As believers, flattery, and I'm guilty of it. I, I know I've done it before. Uh, flattery is is telling a calculated non-truth for advantage. It's, it's when you tell somebody something, not because you believe it, but because you're hoping and telling them it makes gonna, them feel good. They're gonna well, they're gonna relax their defenses mm. or they're gonna be sympathetic to you. And listen, the Bible speaks to it. <laughs> In Psalm 12:3, it says, "May the Lord cut off all flattering lips." Well, that does it for me, Brad. I don't know about you. I don't want my lips cut off. Yeah, man. mine would be gone. 
So the the whole flattery thing is is it's not something we should do as believers. But in verse five, he lays out the charges after he flatters Felix. He then lays out these charges, and here they are. He says, "This is a guy who stirs up riots throughout the world." the The way it's constructed in the Greek, it kind of almost gives a picture of him recruiting crowds mm-hmm. to to. They're accusing him basically of being an insurrectionist. They're saying Paul led a a rebellion against Rome. He was recruiting for a rebellion against Rome. That's the first charge. Second charge is that he's a ringleader of the sect of the Nazarenes. And they're saying he's leading a rebellion against the Jewish nation of Israel because they considered Christian the way a rogue offshoot of Judaism that wasn't true Judaism. When in reality, it was true Judaism. And then the third charge was in verse 6. And I love the way they say this. He tried to profane the temple. Mm -hmm. None of these, they don't present any evidence. So they're saying he led a rebellion against Rome, a rebellion against Israel, and a rebellion against God. And all through Acts, all in all the trials of Paul and even the other apostles, Luke goes into great detail and wants us to see that in every one of these places that the Christians there, Paul or the apostles, did not violate civil law. These were men who were not insurrectionists against the government. They believed in the resurrection of Jesus Christ, not the insurrection against the government. Christianity is not about rebelling or creating a revolution against whatever government you're in. Hmm. Christianity is about a personal relationship. Jesus himself said, hey, if I had a kingdom in this world, my my servants would rise up and fight, but that's not who I am. I'm not about that. I am about people coming to faith in the one true living God through my sacrifice. He was about a personal relationship, and I think we miss that. It's not about us uh, establishing a Christian government in America. Mm-hmm. Would we like Christians to sure. be in charge? Of course we would. But that's we're not driven to that. As believers, we're driven to speak the truth in love and to share the gospel with people and to live a life worthy of the gospel. And if we're doing those things, then we're being faithful to who God's called us to be. And the gospel will go forth. But if we get sidetracked, which we can do, really see as humans, mm-hmm. um, people begin to think, oh, the Christians are just about, if they don't agree with you morally, then they're going to try to overthrow the government. Those charges have been level. Christian right-wingers, yeah. Christian <clears throat> extremists. Right. Well, if a, if you're a true Christian extremist, you know what that means? That means you'll lay your life down for proclaiming the gospel. That's the definition of a true Christian extremist. It's not somebody who will who will go and use terror to try to take mm. over a government or change the culture. Yeah. It's somebody who will lay their life down for the gospel. That it it should be the Christian norm, to be honest. Well, with you. I was going to say that's what we're commanded to do. Paul certainly is doing that. I mean, three three accusations. One is a violation of Roman law, a violation of Jewish law, and a violation of God's law. 
of which there is no uh, valid argument there yes. in this case. Yeah. So, well, again, remember what's gone on in when they were in Jerusalem. Paul was before the Sanhedrin. They didn't know what to do with him. Claudius Lysias comes in and rescues him and gets him to Caesarea to let Felix deal with it. Because why? Paul's a Roman citizen. God was sovereign over his, uh, his Roman citizenship. And God brings him there. He, it, remember, God had told Paul, too, hey, you're going to go to Rome. You're going to proclaim. Think what would happen if Paul would have tried to get to Rome another way. The Jews might have killed wow. him. Yeah. But under Roman escort, there. I mean, he's got <laughs> Roman guards around him all the time. I mean, the Jews would have been really foolish to try to go in to kill him under Roman guard like that. And they were serious about it. And so Paul is God's instrument that he brings before Felix. It's not about Paul getting a fair trial. It's about Felix hearing the gospel. Exactly. He hears the gospel from Paul. We're going to see that uh, as we look at it tomorrow but it took this to get paul there these charges they were trying to get these charges before paul and get him charged so they would kill him they wanted rome to kill paul that was their goal mm -hmm. at this point if they couldn't kill him even though they'd taken an oath then they wanted the romans to kill him. well it is interesting how god is orchestrating these events to bring the gospel to Felix and ultimately to Rome, and uh, you know it, it's it's tough because we're we're looking at the circumstances through our eyes. We need to be reminded our, our ways are not His ways. Yes, and uh, boy, thank God, thank God that's the case, right? Yeah. Glad you tuned in today. We're going to take a, one more break. If you want to call, we'd love to hear from you. Eight four four seven 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 nine two eight eight four four seven 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 SWAT. Give us a call if you want to email a question or comment. Send that to ask at SWATradio.com. We'll tackle it when we come back from the break. This program has the potential to reach millions of men each week. If you'd like to learn how you can support this unique program that is helping men understand the truth about Jesus through God's Word and how to impact their lives and the lives of others, then go to www.swatradio.com. Then click on the donate link to help SWAT Radio pass on the truth for the next generation. Conservative Theological University now offers a bachelor's degree in ministry leadership. This is a 48-hour certified degree program designed for pastors. Ministry workers over 50 years of age with over five years of ministry service call 1-800-GO-BIBLE. Please leave your name and contact info to schedule your personal interview. The CTU campus is located at 12021 Old St. Augustine Road, one mile south of I-295. Welcome to Teach Kids, a public service commentary by Child Evangelism Fellowship, helping you teach truth to the kids in your life. Today's Gospel Parenting Tip is about demonstrating how our relationship with God works when we sin. When your child disobeys or lies and you talk to her about it, be specific about how it affects the relationship. 
Demonstrating confession is even better. When you need to ask for forgiveness, talk about how your behavior hurt the relationship and asking for forgiveness made it better. Then it becomes easy to explain that when we sin against God, He doesn't throw us out of the family, but the sin does hurt our relationship. This reflects the truth in 1 John 1, 9, where if we confess our sin to God, He not only forgives, but cleanses us from unrighteousness, so the relationship is restored. Teach Kids is a public service commentary by Child Evangelism Fellowship. The Florida Georgia Truth Network, heard in Amelia Island at 91.3. If you've been walking the same old road for miles and miles, if you've been hearing the same old voice of the same old lies, if you're trying to feel the same old holes inside, there's a better life. There's a better life. If you got pain, he's a pain taker. If you feel lost. Hey, welcome back to SWAT Radio. Brad and Doug here on this Monday afternoon. This is our last segment of the day. You want to call in 84477. 844-77- Seven seven nine two eight. We would love to have you uh, give us a call. We can chat it up. And uh, you know, if you're if you're new to SWAT, SWAT stands for Spiritual Warriors Advancing Truth. Uh, this broadcast really comes by way of the generous gifts and donations of people, listeners like you, corporate sponsors. If you have any interest in supporting what we're doing here. I will say SWAT Radio is the only, uh, what I would call, live call-in, you know, teaching ministry on air that we know of. It's pretty unique. And, uh, you know, if you're interested in supporting that, because uh, I think it's it's one day, in fact, David Gray and I were talking about this on Friday. And you probably even remember when CFC used to teach, there would be a, uh, you know, whether it was Tim Lusk or John Krug who would preach and then after the sermon, kind of open it up for people to ask questions. You know, you think about, you ever sat in church and, you know, you heard a sermon and you just wanted to go, hey, stop right there. I have a question about that. Well, That's yeah. kind of what we do here. Yeah, you know? I, I wanted that when I was in Russia. I, I would be speaking over in Russia evangelistically to mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. who had never heard the gospel. They, ne- they didn't even know who Jesus was, never heard the name Jesus. And I told them at the beginning, you you can ask questions if you want. And sometimes people would raise their hand or they would want to ask questions. And I think that's helpful. Uh, we we've kind of yes. you know in the in the Jewish context in the synagogues, the way it would work is they would they would start off with prayer and then they would have somebody read a reading and then that person would share a perspective of the reading. And then they would dialogue about it yeah. for a while. Yeah. And I, I know people in this day and age, it would break out into utter chaos if you did that, probably. It's happened a couple of times. And, and, and it is, you know, it's, you do take a chance, but luckily we got Jeremy who screens <laughs> calls. You know, he's a good screener. And he uh, is. Well, uh, you know, and I think it goes, Doug, to the importance of discipleship. So much of what I do, what you do, what other men at SWAT do is, you know, we're, we're being taught the Word of God. We're working through the text. 
not just hey you know we can check that off our box and i've you know i've gone to a bible study this week the idea is you know where paul says to timothy the things you heard from me in the presence of many witnesses entrust those things to faithful men who will not hold it to themselves but who will teach others mm-hmm. and david and i were talking about this a couple of weeks ago just the why is the Dead Sea called the Dead Sea? Well, the Dead Sea, there's no outflow. And if there's no outflow in our lives as Christians, it's dead. Yeah, There's got to be an outflow there, yeah. of what we're learning, how we're growing. I was just telling you on the break, you know, how my wife and I read together. We study the scriptures. We memorize the scriptures together. Not just to say we did it, but to ultimately that it might impact how we live life well i'm very blessed to to have a wife who goes down rabbit trails she (laughs) she digs deep amen like she she is a detail person well you know uh, I hate details. You know that about me, right? I mean, like, I just give me the big See, picture. Lori and I are very yeah, much alike. Just give me the big picture, right? I want to yeah. do the flyover. Give me the 50,000-foot view. Right. But um, she will ask me questions, and I would get frustrated because I don't know the answer to it because I haven't done the study. Way to she, go, Lori. Yeah, she gets in there, and she studies. But we end up talking a lot throughout the day about different text about different things and it's just that when you rise up when you go to bed whether you're at the table whether you're in the car it's it it's always before you mm-hmm. and and so whether you do it in the morning you know but but it, it's just having that perspective i can honestly say we lived a lot of our life early on where we didn't do that our married life yeah and you get so consumed with the worldly things when you're talking about these things, it keeps that priority in front of you. You know what I mean? It's like Absolutely. it's kind of like the mission statement of a company. Yeah. You know, yeah. if you're constantly talking about it, you know, then then it's before you. Right. Right. Well, and there's a number of men that come to the SWAT Bible study that you know I'll meet with. You'll meet with. There's a few other guys who'll meet together, not just to have lunch together. That's great you know good fellowship's great but ultimately what we're getting at is we're working through acts 24 mm-hmm. how does this text not not only what is what's going on i think it's critical that we understand context what's what's happening in this text but how does this impact the way we live life as i always say it's like what howard Hendricks used to say at dallas seminary so what mm-hmm. how does that text impact me so personally so, so what if so what if you're paul right now if you're listening out there you're listening and all you've been trying to do is serve the lord and now you have been taken before the authorities and false charges have been brought against you charges that aren't true well listen you may not be in front of governor DeSantis. you may not be in front of you know a, a local magistrate but you may be going through a time where people have made false accusations against you. You know the truth, and there's a part of us that wants to defend ourselves and wants to say, yeah, but you're wrong, This is and prove that you're right. How did Paul respond? How did he react to it? Well, we're going to see that tomorrow, but before now and tomorrow, like between the time today and tomorrow, 
Think about how you would have reacted maybe. What would you say? I mean, literally in this case, Paul's life's on the line. This is a life or death decision. This is not uh, people at work aren't going to like you. This is not you may even lose your paycheck. And Paul doesn't have his attorney sitting by his side either. No. Well, that's not entirely true, Bradley. (laughs) He does have an attorney. It's just not an earthly Mm -hmm. attorney. Mm -hmm. It's the paraclete. It's the Holy Spirit that is there. And and that's an interesting thing because the people that brought the charges, Ananias and and the those uh, Sadducees, they didn't even have the integrity to bring the charges themselves because they knew there was nothing they could bring. Mm. So they hired this guy thinking he could convince Felix that this guy was guilty. And um, again, Luke goes into painstaking detail on this one, on all Paul's arrest, to show that there was no violation of civil law here. Paul was pretty much innocent. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this week at SWAT, we're going to see that as we go through 25. I'm amazed at the number of times it says Paul is innocent or the inference there is that he did nothing wrong. Yeah. Does that sound familiar? Was there another guy who was falsely accused and yet he didn't say a thing? Jesus didn't say anything. Like a sheep led to slaughter. He just sat there. Why? Uh, Because that was what was prophesied and he was God. He could have struck those people down. He could have struck Felix down. Paul Mm -hmm. knew that. Paul believed in the power of God. He says... You know, the gospel is a power of God to salvation. He knew God could deliver him. And yet, Paul was here in front of Felix. And I wonder what was going through Paul's mind as Tertullus was laying out these charges. Well, what we're going to see tomorrow is what Paul does respond, how he does respond. And I love Luke records all this. By the way, how did Luke know all this? Because Paul told him, Yeah. right? Yeah. Well, I think it's interesting. Luke kind of gives almost equal space to the Jewish charges against Paul in these first nine verses. Paul's reply to those charges, verses 10 through 21, and then Felix's response in verse 22 through 27. And, you know, I was thinking as you were kind of probing there, the reality is most of us have been accused of stuff that weren't true. Oh, yeah. And I'm not proud, to be honest, of how I've responded a lot of times. Mm-hmm. You know, and yet Paul's totally submitted to God's purposes, God's will. He is. You know, and we're, we'll go over this again tomorrow, but in Matthew 10, Jesus says, I'm sending you out <laughs> as sheep in the midst of wolves. Have you ever seen what a wolf will do to a sheep pack? They will tear it up. And he says, <laughs> go out and be wise as serpents but innocent as doves and i don't worry about what to say i'll tell you what to say i don't know what you're going through i don't know if you're going through a tough time i don't know if people are bringing false charges against you maybe you feel misrepresented maybe you feel like um somebody has uh, you know gone out and and slandered you libeled you but god knows He knows the truth, and he wants you to live a life worthy of 
your calling. Now, that doesn't mean that you live a perfect life. What that means is you live a life of gospel integrity. Gospel integrity. You know what that means? That means that you understand that you're going to make mistakes. You're, you understand that your hope is not in being perfect for the people around you. You understand that, that the only thing that God requires of you is for you to trust him. Even through those times. And so when you blow it, you, you own it, right? That's right. And, That's right. And, and, and when you're aware of it, not in your flesh, you live a life of trust in him. Let him be your defender. There's no better defender than God. He, 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 David took that rock against Goliath, not because he believed he was a good rock slinger. Right. He believed that God would fight his battles yeah, for him. That God would fulfill what he'd already committed to. Yep. And so uh, glad you tuned in today. If you want to go back and listen to this broadcast, this will be up on the website, SWATradio.com, later this evening. Thanks to James Grimm, who does that for us. And uh, just want to thank uh, Jeremy for keeping us in line here. And uh, hope you'll join us tomorrow at SWAT Radio. And uh, if you're not involved in a SWAT,